guys, thank you for downloading episode 28 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. But before we get to all the fun, I have a question for you, a very important one. Are you going to New York Comic Con? Do you live in New York City? Do you live in the tri-state area that New York City helps comprise? If so, and you're going to be around on Sunday, October 11th at 8 p.m., why don't you come see Mark and I record our podcast live at Urbo in Times Square. You can get tickets and find all the information you need on NewYorkSuperWeek.com. We have a great opening act. It's Carter Parton Rogers of Hey, Hear Me Now. So be sure to get your tickets now while they're still available. Again, that's NewYorkSuperWeek.com. And now, without any further ado, episode 28 of We Got This. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best chocolate. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to We Got This. Talking about chocolate today. This was suggested by somebody from the Swagbucks blog. So every, every week we're featured on the Swagbucks blog and people submit, uh, ideas for, for episodes. And somebody suggested white chocolate versus dark chocolate versus milk chocolate, which I've expanded slightly to make it just best chocolate because there are a few other kinds in there. Um, but it was suggested by Swagbucks user Domestic Engineer. So thank you for the suggestion. All right, Domestic Engineer, and thank you for building our country. <laughs> One bridge at a time. One bridge at a time, baby. Domestic Engineer implies that uh, she manages the household. So she's raising children. And maintaining oh. a household, which is uh, one of the most important jobs in the world. So thank sure. you for the work that you do. You are building this country one person at a time. I like that. I I just thought I just assumed domestic meant United States versus international engineer. You know <laughs> what I mean? For, thank you for building the Hoover Dam. Yeah, and the rail the railway system. Like I I and I wondered why I wondered why um all of the recently naturalized uh foreign born citizens who have come to the United States seeking a better life get upset when I refer to them as hey congratulations now you're a domestic. They don't seem to like that. <laughs> no, it's terrible. I don't understand. You know what? They're probably just sensitive. Yeah, I guess. So I have a plate right here. I've got uh white chocolate and here's the thing about white chocolate. I think you and I are both going to try to get rid of it as soon as possible. Yeah. And let me let me point out the only way you can get white chocolate in bulk that I know you can't buy like a bar of white chocolate. You have to buy it in hunks to bake with, or you you put it on top of a pretzel, like we have right here. Are you uh, sure that's not a yogurt pretzel? I I checked. It says white fudge. You know what? That's been my nickname for you for a real long time, buddy. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like a 70s cop movie. <laughs> they called him white fudge. He kept the streets clean. So I've got uh, the white fudge pretzel. They're flips. Mm-hmm. Buzz marketing. Uh, I have semi-sweet chocolate chips, which okay. is sort of the combination between milk and dark. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, milk chocolate squares and dark chocolate squares. And Hal made a beautiful plate to show everyone, and I have a bar of dark chocolate and a bar of uh, like milk chocolate. 
So this is my plate. Um, my plate comes in the form of two wrapped untouched bars. I wanted to be, um, you know, I wanted to have an unboxing, like to see if that was, if that was a part of the, the whole thing. This one says divine on it. And this one okay. says green and blacks, both organic, both fair trade. Are yours fair trade or flips fair trade chocolate? How? No. In fact, they are built on the blood of children. Oh man. That's why they're going to taste so good. Yeah. That's the flips guarantee. <laughs> Every Flips pretzel is built from – see, look, you can see the children's tears. Sure. Well, gathering. congratulations on completely negating your previous buzz marketing. That's fair trade, Holmes. All um, right. So what do you want to cra- – are we – Are can we? do we have to eat white chocolate? Can we just say that it sucks and go well, on to the next don't. one? You know, I have to – are you a big chocolate fan? To, I love to, chocolate. To I'm a big chocolate fan. Are you like a chocolate – like people – some people like chocolate. Some people call themselves chocoholics where everything's got to be chocolate all the time. Chocoholics are people who are addicted to chocohol. Yeah. They they just chug (laughs) chocolate and vodka mixed together. (laughs) Um, No, I wouldn't say I'm a chocoholic. Like I will frequently – if if there's a lot of people I know that if chocolate is on the dessert menu, they're like, well, that's what I have to get, the triple fudge volcano explosion. I'm like, no, if there's like a key lime pie, I'll do that. Okay. Um, but you, but you do like, but I enjoy it. Do you, uh, and you've had like all different kinds of chocolate. You've I have had like, all different kinds. Okay. I've tried um, them all, brother. <laughs> I, I also, I love chocolate, not as much as my father. My, my dad, Bill Lublin is a huge chocolate fanatic. And really? that's like, yeah, wh- whenever, if he's put in charge of dessert, which he often mm-hmm. will, uh, will request, like, he will self appoint himself. Yeah, he said, I'll, I'll handle dessert and there will be chocolate. There will be chocolate. Just like there will be blood, there will be chocolate. Children's and blood on your flips. There will be children's blood all up in the flips. But like he'll find the most insane chocolate dessert that he can. Chocolate mousse, cake. Um, if there's a, if you give him a cake with chocolate frosting on it, he will eat around the cake and just eat the chocolate frosting. Really? Even if it's That's a chocolate cake as well? Yeah, I think it would have to be like a great, like he, I've made him a chocolate cake for his birthday before. Mm-hmm. This is what, this is what I did. It was a chocolate cake with chocolate buttercream frosting. Ooh. And then I, 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 in a double, uh, boiler, I put Andy's chocolate mints. Oh yeah, those are delicious. Them down, and then I made like a sheath over the whole cake. So it had a chocolate mint, uh, layer to it. Ooh, so that, that's almost that like that chocolate mint cake that we had at uh, Guy Fieri's restaurant when we went and ate there. Oh, so yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> you and Guy Fieri are pretty much the same guy, Hal. Yeah, exactly. I made a cake out of crumpled mint garbage, too. <laughs> Just like the devil himself. Oh, we love you, Guy Fieri. No, we um, don't. <laughs> I do. Do you? I actually went to a restaurant the other day because of diners, drive-ins, and dives. I saw it on there, and I called a friend of mine, and I was like, we have to go eat at this sandwich joint. It's in your neighborhood. Um, Let's go eat there. And it was delicious. So he has good taste, just not in his own food. Uh, and d- could you taste in the food every place he had sneezed, coughed, and licked all over that kitchen? Because you know that's what he does. You are you are filled with vitriol, my friend. Look, he might as well show up and take a dump in the middle of the kitchen and go, I sure do like these sandwiches, diners, drive-ins, and dives and then leave. <laughs> oh, I love riling you up about Guy Fieri. <laughs> it makes me very um, mad. All right, so we're let's what are the parameters? What are the ground rules for this episode? Are so, we talking are we talking specifically chocolate bars, generally speaking a style of chocolate? Um are we throwing candy bars into the mix like 
chocolate with things in it, or this is specifically the chocolate itself? See, I think I think this is specifically the chocolate itself. Although all those things factor in, certain types of chocolate work better with other things. So you know, you might say milk chocolate should be number one because it's what's used in most candy bars. Um, or dark chocolate's the best because it's more refined. And, and when you get a, a, like when candy bars have their special editions, those are covered in dark chocolate because that's higher quality. Um, but I think we should judge the chocolate on its own merit, but okay. also factor in all the different ways it's used. So, okay. So let's, uh, now we're going to taste the you first start. type of chocolate. I, so I have white chocolate here. I, I don't need have- to taste white chocolate because I know what it tastes like. Oh, I got a glass of water too, yeah. so I could like. But it's like going to a wine tasting. Yeah, I don't know why I got two of these. I, like, here's what I meant. One for me. I, I ne- yeah. Here's yours. Thank you. I never, I never eat white chocolate. I, I don't. I was raised to believe that white chocolate is not chocolate. Yeah. Because it's practically yogurt. But here, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. Let's see what happens. Now, are you tasting pretzel? Is the I'm pretzel pretzel? But it's pretty rich. Here's the thing. Here's what white chocolate tastes like to me. It tastes like the inside of an Oreo, but, but not quite that cream filling. It's like, it's like between the, um, the Vienna fingers. You know, Vienna fingers, <laughs> where you have like the, the cheapest possible blonde cookie making yeah. a sandwich and then like a really cheap filling. That's what white chocolate tastes like. And for all I know, that filling is white chocolate. I don't know what, I don't know what constitutes white chocolate. Do you have the label? Of course, flips, it's going to be all kinds of fake stuff. I, um, I don't. It says white fudge though. Yeah, I don't know that you're eating actual white chocolate right now. I think I am. To me, white chocolate tastes like eating a stick of butter with sugar in it. That's exactly what this tastes like. It's the creaminess that I love. Uh, it's the sweet that I love. But butter is not a flavor that I want. Like, there's a reason that butter popcorn is the worst Jelly Belly flavor. Wait, wait worse than booger? Well, I'm not talking Birdie Bot's every flavor beans. I'm talking okay. the traditional juicy pear and, uh, is my least favorite along with buttered popcorn. Yes. Um, I, I will agree with you on that. But yeah, it, it doesn't taste like chocolate at all. That's the problem. No. It's like, it's a, it's a fine flavor, but mm-hmm. don't call it chocolate. It's not chocolate. No. To me, it tastes like, um, it tastes like what that cocoa butter, that people put on themselves when they go to the beach. Oh, because you you also drink that by the bottle, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I keep keeping it in, like, the pantry with the food, forgetting that it's supposed to be in the medicine cabinet with the other things that you put on your skin, not in your body. <laughs> You're like Horatio Sands as Aaron Neville. I'm gonna heat that cocoa butter. <laughs> I never saw that, but I like watching you do your Aaron Neville. Uh, okay, so white chocolate, let's just let's just throw it out. Yeah. Buy white chocolate. See, yeah. you're gone. You're terrible. Now, hold on a second. I will yeah. say the only time I've ever really loved white chocolate was not in an actual white chocolate form. Uh, I grew up uh, in Knoxville where we had, down the street from my high school, we had a TCBY, the country's best yogurt. Okay. Also known as This Can't Be Yogurt was, I think, their original name. But, like, I can't believe it's not butter got more famous than they did, so they switched it to the country's best yogurt. Uh-huh. And they had a flavor there called white chocolate mousse that I loved. And it was my favorite flavor. And now that I think about it, the flavor was just white and sweet. Sure. It was the Taylor Swift of yogurts. <laughs> that's exactly, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift is the, and, and look, Taylor Swift is fine. 
I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. I have read on vinyl. I shouldn't say that out loud. No, you should. You know what? She's going to have a, a hell of a career as a songwriter when she's finished as a recording star. She's, she's, she will be in this industry forever. So everybody just get used to it and get yeah. on the, get on the Tay Tay bandwagon. All right. Um, and if also, you don't like Tay Tay, you know what? What? Shake it off. Yeah, that's right. Shake it off. Cause the haters are going to hate, 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 hate. But th- right. this is like, yeah, it's, it's just sweet and creamy. And buttery. It doesn't taste like a chocolate. I wouldn't right. call it. It's not the best chocolate. Clearly. Right. So um, um, that one's eliminated. This may be a short episode. Let's get rid of that be. one. All right. Um, now, what before we delve into the bars, should we talk about these? Oh, semi-sweet chips. Yeah. Now, you don't get like a semi-sweet. The only place you really have this is in cookies. Right. And uh, yeah, right? I've never, I've only seen it in chip form. I've never seen like a semi-sweet bar. I guess though there are some, if you get like higher end chocolates that have a million different version where they've got the percentage labeled across the thing. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I have a weakness for semi-sweet chocolate chips. What I will frequently do is if after I've made a batch of cookies, I'll usually only make half a batch of chocolate chip cookies because I don't want a giant tub of chocolate chip cookies at home because uh, I have no willpower. So, so I will frequently have half a bag left and I'll throw it in the freezer. And I love every once in a while, instead of getting like a big dessert, I'll just have a small handful of frozen semi-sweet chocolate chips and that will sate me beautifully after a meal. I really like that. It's the only time I ever really eat semi-sweet chocolate though is in chocolate chip cookies and by the small handful frozen after a meal. Yeah, absolutely. You can just like throw some in a spoon and eat it, and it's it's great. Uh, but here, I'll try it anyway because I got some. Okay. And I want to eat chocolate. When do I get to eat? You should have bought some of this. Here we go. What do you taste, Hal? Describe it like Guy Fieri would describe it. Oh, bam. This spicy little number comes from Louisiana Kitchen where the devil made a deal with a baby that only had one arm. And that's how this gravy's so tangy. <laughs> Here's the thing. Semi-sweet is in that is in that like neutral zone. It's not quite mm-hmm. milk chocolate. It's not quite dark chocolate. It's definitely closer to dark chocolate than than um Yeah, it's got that little bit like of bitterness a, to it. There's almost like a, a honey taste to it. There's like an aftertaste of honey. Interesting. You don't notice it when it's baked into a cookie because you've got brown sugar and butter and There's flour. There's so much other sweetness in there. Yeah. Which is why I think if you did milk chocolate chips in a chocolate chip cookie, they would be overly sweet. That's true. I'm glad we're back to our roots doing an episode about food. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need Uh, is an excuse to eat. Yeah, right? Yeah. So so maybe we should put semi-sweet on the side because it also works like – let's say you have uh, some vanilla ice cream and you Mm -hmm. put some semi-sweet chocolate chips. Delicious. really well. It's such a great – Accompaniment and semi-sweet is great with uh, semi-sweet is great with m- much as we spoke about in our best ice cream flavor episode. Semi-sweet works really well in a mint chocolate chip ice cream. Dark works well. Semi-sweet works well. Absolutely. So it's a very flexible chocolate. So so we'll we'll put it to the. Side. By the way, flexible chocolate. I googled that preparing for this episode. <laughs> Not what I thought it was going to be. But I really? stayed on that website for like an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right, let's move to the uh, let's move to the VIPs. Okay, the VIPs now, being milk chocolate and dark chocolate. What now? Your dark chocolate. What percentage cacao was it? You know, it's funny. I was going to ask you the same thing. I went eighty-five. I went high. Eighty-five. Let me see what mine is. Hold on a second. Okay. While Hal is wandering off to go get his uh, chocolate label, I will talk to you guys. Don't ever. Tell Hal that I said this, but 
I think that Hal Lublin is a real... Oh, are you back? Yeah, hey. Uh, you know, it doesn't say on there, but generally when you get a dark, it's about 70%. So I didn't get an 85 Okay. So you're going like deep into the I'm going into the bitterness hole. Yeah, I'm going I'm going not very sweet at all really uh on the bitter side. Here's a thing that I learned about semi-sweet chocolate because I like to cook a lot and I had been using chocolate I'd been melting down chocolate chips to whenever I needed melted chocolate for a thing. But turns out it's not the greatest idea to do that. It's better to get baking chocolate because chocolate chips have a little tiny bit of a wax coating on them. Which I found out. I thought was really? interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So if you melt down chocolate chips, there's going to be a tiny bit of waxiness. It's not going to, you, you can't dip things in it as easily and have the coating come out as pretty. Okay. That's just a side, side thing. You know what? The more you know. Right? I feel like Lynn Rosetta Casper right now. I don't know who that is. She's NPR's food lady. She's great. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. She's the Guy Fieri of NPR. Oh my God. Please don't ever call Lynn Rosetta Casper the Guy Fieri of NPR. This dynamite hot dog is a wow factor and a bam <laughs> that will knock your socks off. You keep using bam. I think bam is Emerald's thing, isn't it? Didn't he trademark that? Uh, I'm sure he did, but I, I don't think that would stop Guy Fieri. Oh, That's I'm true. sorry. Th- this is the NPR version. Bro, bro, that was great, bro. Give me a pound. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> That's better, yeah. Okay, good. It's pretty dead on. Um, all right. What are we doing? Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Let's do it. Right. I'm going to eat a little square of my... I like that it's got a golden wrapper on this. I feel like I won a trip to Wonka's factory. I was going to say, it does look like you've got the golden ticket. All right. I'm Wonka's going for factory. the 85%. Let's break off a piece of that. I'm at about Ready? 70. Here we Cheers. go. Cheers. Cheers. You think people like just listening to us chew? That can't be good. I'm sure there's one person who really likes it and a bunch of people who don't like it. Here's the thing. Ma'am, I thought I really liked dark chocolate, but this tastes like a bite of apple. <laughs> like you're doing food homework? Yeah. Well, no, I like apples, but I don't want an apple taste when I bite into a piece of chocolate. It tastes like apple to you. This tastes – to me, it's – I mean – this is a good bar. I got a really – this green and blacks is a good chocolate bar. So it's got like – there's a lot of subtlety and nuance to this particular chocolate. But I don't know if that's the brand or if that's dark chocolate in general. So what do you taste when you when you, when you you bite into it? The first thing that I get hit with is this – that combination of just a little bit sweet and a lot of bitter. Um, it's got a little bit of like a fruity undertone to it. So it almost feels like wine. You know what I mean? Okay. Maybe because I'm so used to having uh, red wine and dark chocolate. I got a little on my fingers. I'm going to step away from the mic while I lick it off of my fingers. Guys, while Mark is away from the mic, real quick. So like, okay, I'm back. Really, oh, hey. Um, so you were saying it's like a what? Here, here's the like dark chocolate pairs well with fruit. It's really mm-hmm. good with like, like in a mint patty. Mm-hmm. Is that because those things are so sweet that the dark chocolate just exists to, to cut it a little bit? I feel like it's the same way that semi-sweet chocolate is used in a chocolate chip cookie. Dark chocolate is should be on a plate with sweet things. Strawberries, um you know, it's it's great with a cheese plate. I really like sure. that. Sort of those ro- really not so much sweet things but robust things. Right. I feel like I went through a phase where I was having a good amount of dark chocolate and I would take the dark chocolate and break it up and have it with like some unsalted peanuts or something like that. But it, mm-hmm. like it, having it on its own I guess it's been a while, but biting into that, it's a it's a pretty high quality bar. What I got, it's organic, fair trade, all of that. It just uh, it was really, really unpleasant, and I wasn't really? expecting it to be that unpleasant. 
I feel I I love the flavor of dark chocolate on its okay. own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, it feels more adult to me because it's not sweet, right? Yeah, it feels like the most adult version of chocolate. Like I'm supposed to eat it and talk about Malcolm Gladwell. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, here's the thing: the tipping point of this chocolate is clearly after ten thousand hours of eating. It. Oh, gee. Um, that's the thing. Like when you say it's like it feels it makes you feel like an adult. To me, that reads as what I what I like about it is that it doesn't taste as good as I want chocolate to, but I'm eating it anyway. How mature am I? Uh, yeah. Look at me being fancy eating dark chocolate. Yeah. And supposedly I mean, it's, it's got antioxidants, so it's better for you and, you know. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I'm not saying I don't like dark chocolate, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's, it's the difference to me bet- between uh, listening to Charlie Hayden and Pat Metheny do a jazz album. Mm-hmm. Or listening to my Taylor Swift read on vinyl. You know what I mean? Like one, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing and it's probably more important in the grand scheme of life. But sometimes you just want, you know, you want that indulgence. Dark chocolate to me doesn't feel as indulgent. Maybe because I can eat less of it than I could milk chocolate. Indulgence to me, I'm a quantity over quality guy very frequently. Sure. And will, and will wind up, you know, if I'm going to indulge in chocolate, I'm going to eat a sheet cake. (laughs) Uh, Well, before we both dive into a sheet cake, let's take a quick Mm -hmm. break. Yes. And let's hear from some of the other great podcasts that we have right here on the Maximum Fun Network. What do you say? Sounds great to me, buddy. I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've been missing my show, International Waters, you've been missing this. (laughs) If there's one thing I know about owls, they are wise. Two things. They are wise. (laughs) Yes. They love nightclubs. They they wear tiny graduation motorboards, and they love nightclubs. (laughs) They also do the best double takes of all birds of prey. (laughs) And if you slow it down, they actually go... (laughs) International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. Hi, I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. And if you're not listening to our podcast, Baby Geniuses, you're missing out on stuff like... Kamel Nanjiani solving the Zodiac murders. Uh, who's like... Would you ever go to a friend and you're like, Hey, could you lick all these, lick all these envelopes for me? You'd be like, you're a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I'm leaving right now. Guy Branham talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, and it was it was just a great moment of like, oh no, I'm here, boys. Like I'm on this side of the bench. Megan Amram talking about intimidating baristas. Just feel like they're always in character. Like they're always in character as like cool hipster girl. Uh-huh. And I just want to break through that barrier. Plus, every week we explore a new Wikipedia page and talk to a crazy expert in the field of nonsense. Well, any yeah. any hack can make you not have a boner i mean that's it's about how you do it right and we're the only podcast with regular updates about martha stewart's pony or your money back we're not going to give them their money back are we Mm, no let's keep it yeah listen to our show every other monday on maximum fun yay yay and we're back um so in the interim i finished all of that dark chocolate bar (laughs) i'm super full now and dark chocolate wins i don't care to taste any other chocolate and you're a complete grown-up now. You have, a, And I'm a complete wear, grown-up. You have a jacket with elbow patches. You've got a pipe. Uh, I mean, I come on. Do I have a pipe? Um, <laughs> usually when I'm eating chocolate. <laughs> Sorry. That's terrible. <laughs> Let me ask you this before we delve into our particular milk chocolate. Yes. Uh, because there is a big difference, I think, in brands 
of milk chocolate. And there's different flavors to the different brands. I think milk chocolate has a versatility to it. Are you a, uh, are you a Hershey hater? No, I, I was raised just a few hours from Hershey. That's true. You're a Pennsylvania guy. Yeah. I think it's good. I, like milk chocolate, I tend not to eat on its own. I don't think I eat any chocolate exclusively on its own, but if I am going to have like, like those mini bars, the Hershey miniatures, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have a special dark. I love that special dark because which really is like semi sweet. It's basically a semi-sweet. But what mm. about you? Are you a Hershey hater? Uh, no, I love Hershey chocolate. I get angry when people say uh, that Hershey chocolate is terrible or it's inferior to Cadbury chocolate. Cadbury chocolate is fine, but I have the same problem with Cadbury chocolate that um, I have with white chocolate and that it tastes too buttery to me. It's got that right. that like that buttery element I'm not a big fan of. But I know a lot of people that are like, "Uh, Hershey is terrible. The only real chocolate comes from England and is Cadbury." Any area is like, you haven't had chocolate until you've had Zimbabwe chocolate. Like wherever right. they're from has the best chocolate. I've never had Zimbabwe chocolate. Oh, um, it's the best. <laughs> I have had Filipino chocolate before. Yeah, how was um, that? Or so I don't know if it was made there but like the 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 cacao was sourced from the Philippines. It was great. It was a bar is a bar of dark chocolate, so I felt erudite. <laughs> yeah, there. That's the thing. Is like yeah, brand brand does make a difference. Like obviously Hershey that over sweetens their dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. That dark chocolate is it tastes better to me than than what I've sampled here. But it's still like in general there are. It kind of doesn't fa- matter who the manufacturer it is. You sort of figure out what chocolate you like, and then you you can try it from a bunch of different places to determine who makes the best version of it. You know, right? I could, I would agree with that. Um, do we get to dive in now? Is it time? All right, let's let's dive into milk chocolate. Right. So this is, I mean, this is the chocolate most people have. When you, this is the chocolate that coats uh, a Hershey bar or a uh, Snickers bar, and yep. it's the chocolate on the inside of an M M&M. and M. Everybody knows milk chocolate. I don't have to tell you what milk chocolate is. That's right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's good. It's really good. <laughs> it tastes like the holidays. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? You know, I've not had this particular brand of milk chocolate before. This brand of milk chocolate, oddly enough. Tastes less like Hershey's and more like Cadbury. So does uh, so does the version that I have. It's very, uh, it is creamy. It's a very creamy chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's not quite buttery, but like, it's it's they use like whole cream to make it. Did we get the same bar? Did we both get Divine? Is that what we got? Mine is from. Let's see. Since we were talking about seeing where they're from, uh, imported from Germany. Okay, so I'm eating a German milk chocolate bar. And Hal has disappeared again. Hey guys, <laughs> while Hal is gone, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. All right, let's see. Mine was made endangered species chocolate. Endangered species chocolate? What does it have? Chunks of rhino in it? I have no idea. Oh, it comes from Rainforest Alliance Certified Farms. Oh, Indianapolis. Oh, because of all the rainforests in Indianapolis. Yeah, endangered species. There's a picture of an otter on the wrapper. So first of all, are otters endangered? I didn't know that. They're endangered and also the state animal of Indiana. Not a lot of people know that. And also delicious in a chocolate bar. Yeah, see how much chocolate is teaching us today? <laughs> it says it says on the wrapper it says thank you for indulging in a cause. Enjoy. So you're doing um so you're you're doing a mitzvah by eating this chocolate bar. That's correct. I don't just eat chocolate, I save the world. So far that's the tastiest chocolate. But again, like it's hard to tell if it's because of the brand. Really the the flavor that I've enjoyed the most was the white fudge pretzel. But but it's not Get chocolate. out. It's not chocolate. Get out. It's Oreo filling. Would, you're telling me you wouldn't dip a spoon into a vat of Oreo filling and eat it? 
Oh, um, I would. Would I? I do. It's, <laughs> Did I not show you the vat of it that I have over here? It's a whole pantry of Oreo filling. Mmm. Oh yeah. But if, I, I mean, of all these chocolates, milk chocolate is definitely it's the it's sort of the common chocolate. It's the it's the chocolate of the people. Mm-hmm. It's the it's now. Are you a guy? Because I I like to I like to think that I have a refined food palate, but I eat crap a lot of the time. Um, and I've seen some of the stuff that you eat. You, you tend to eat like a middle schooler. Yes. Um, (laughs) so are we just, do we just not get dark chocolate? Are we just like, are we too juvenile that we are going to pick milk chocolate over dark chocolate? Is that why? Cause it sounds like milk chocolate's going to win. Listen, I, I, I like what I like. I will say that, but I do have a good palate in that I can pick out flavors really well. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, I would be a good taste tester if I didn't like just four foods. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, that dark chocolate by itself doesn't do it for me. I can't. It's the same thing with coffee. I can't drink coffee because it's too bitter. You like bitter. Right. You like stuff that's bitter. So does that mean you like the dark chocolate better than the milk chocolate? No, I still like the milk chocolate better. Like if I'm going to sit down, I feel like. I feel like, and this is a terrible barometer, uh, and it's the reason that this t-shirt is tighter than it used to be, um, whichever one I can eat more of. <laughs> and I can eat, I could eat this whole milk chocolate bar. I could have like three more squares of the dark chocolate and be like, all right, I'm full. I've had enough of this. Yeah. You have to make yourself eat a bar of dark chocolate a lot of the time when it's really hot. I mean, you've got the 85%. That's practically beans. That's true. It's real. I got the really dark chocolate this time. 70 is what I would usually get, but I knew we were going to do dark. So I was like, if I'm going to go dark, I'm going to go dark. Um, they also had 90 there. I didn't get the 90. 90 is crazy. Oh man. You should have gotten the 90. Oof. 90 (laughs) is too much. I want to see you eat a 90. Let's now. Now we've taste tested them. We've got the flavor. We know what the flavors we're dealing with are. Let's talk about the other virtues of each individual chocolate. White chocolate has none. <laughs> Semi sweet goes in cookies. Semi sweet's great in cookies. Maybe the greatest service that a, that a, that a, a morsel of chocolate can give us. I feel like of the other virtues that these chocolates have, the most useful one is the versatility of milk chocolate. And the fact that you can use milk chocolate in any chocolate preparation, any dessert, uh, even if it calls for dark chocolate, you could probably use milk chocolate with it. Though, I do really like the combination of citrus with dark chocolate. Sure. I love that. Do you like chocolate-covered oranges? Because I can't stand them. I do. I love dark chocolate-covered oranges. Oh, I I do not like – Ken Plume, who mixes and masters our our episodes, Mm -hmm. he really likes uh, uh, Jaffa cakes, which are from England. And they're mm-hmm. like these, they're like this, like sort of like spongy cake. And then there's some like either a raspberry marmalade or an orange marmalade or preserve of some sort. And then it's coated with, with like a dark chocolate, I think. And yeah, I like that. Oh, I did not like, you'll have some at Dragon Con. You'll see. We'll see how much Great. you like them then. Oh, um, but that sounds like a threat. Did you just chocolate threat me? Yeah. You just got chocolate threatened by Ooh. me. You know what? Um, as as what? far as threats go, not terrible. Exactly. <laughs> so like here's the thing though milk chocolate is like you take uh, i i feel like and you might be able to speak to this uh better than i do although i have a feeling your your research in this one involved buying chocolate and then eating it um mm-hmm. is that milk chocolate is really like a it's basically like a dark chocolate and then it's cut through with a bunch of milk so you can you can make chocolate you can stretch it out further and use it for 
for more things. So it became right. – it's like a cheaper form of chocolate. And for that reason, it's the most commonly used. It's on Snickers. Uh, it's on Milky Way. It's on Kit Kat. It's inside of M&M's. Um, it's on peanut butter cups. So you eat – No, no, no. Go through all the candies. candies. <laughs> it's on uh, Nutrageous. It's on <laughs> – Okay. That's all of them. <laughs> so the, like the dark ones cost more. When it's like M&M dark or Snickers dark, mm-hmm. it's a premium. Uh, but the milk chocolate also works really well because they put a bunch of sugar in it and sweeten it more. And then it, it it gets to play with a lot more flavors than dark chocolate does. Dark chocolate goes well with citrus. It works really well with most fruits, I think. A- and mm-hmm. also mint. It's the best for mint. Milk dark chocolate, chocolate and mint, mint is wonderful. Taste right. So – and I love ch- – you know how much I love chocolate and mint. Yes. We have, we have discussed the combination of chocolate and mint. By the way – this sandwich shop I was talking about earlier, yes. um, that, that Guy Fieri enjoyed, that also right. somehow I enjoyed as well. Um, uh-huh. they had a sandwich there that my buddy got that I tried. It was, it was crazy. It was like a ciabatta roll, but it was watermelon, feta cheese, dark chocolate, and mint was the sandwich. And it was insane and delicious. <laughs> it was one of the craziest sandwiches I ever had. This does not like sound like something either eight year old me or thirty eight year old me cares to eat. <laughs> it does sound like something that eight year old you would make. Mom, I made a sandwich. What's in it? Uh, watermelon and chocolate. And get out of my kitchen. That sounds like the thing that a bunch of kids at the cafeteria like piled all their food onto one plate, and then you have the kid who will eat it for a quarter. <laughs> and for some reason, everybody puts together a quarter because the only thing you want to see in the world is somebody eat this mess. But again, uh, yeah, we did that a few times. I have no refined palate as we've, as we've established. That's true. We are the worst people to be talking about this. And yet whatever we issue is going to be a binding ruling. So are yep. we ready to make a ruling? I feel like we're ready to make a ruling. What say you, Mark? Because of its myriad uses, because of the nostalgia factor, and because I simply, as a person with the palate of a 15 year old, enjoy it more. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say milk chocolate just barely wins. I agree with you. And people of the world, Mark and I are both men of the people. We we serve the people. We help the people. And that's why our choice is the chocolate of the people. It's the chocolate it. that everybody can afford. That it, From every corner store, everywhere around the world, the Swiss are known for their milk chocolate. Everybody yeah. loves milk chocolate. Even Hershey haters at some point fell in love with a Hershey's Kiss. That's or, right. Or, this is – oh, I forgot about Hershey Kisses. We didn't mention those. Yeah. We so did now. You love Hershey They're Kisses? They're delicious. I do. And then in the holiday, you get the crazy flavors and they're, they're shaped like a bell instead of a, instead of a traditional kiss. It's a, <laughs> it's a wonderful chocolate. And, yes. and we see it everywhere. And no offense to every other chocolate except for white chocolate, who is not a chocolate. No. White chocolate can kiss our butts. Yeah. Ki- kiss our butts, white chocolate. How do you like and that? And you know what? Being, being that we have, uh, we have chosen the chocolate of the people, mm-hmm. would you call us chalkinists? I think we are. All right. I think we're chalkinists. Hashtag chalkinists if you're, if you're a listener of this podcast. <laughs> That's how you refer. Can to that, that be the can that be the bitly for this episode? <laughs> At this point, I think it, I think it absolutely should be. Fantastic. So, so there you have it, folks. Chocoholics, go get your milk chocolate. Get a bunch of it. Eat yeah. it up. 
and eat and you know what that this many times we we will tell you to disregard all other forms of whatever it is that we're talking about but in this case I, there are merits to there are merits to dark chocolate go ahead and get dark chocolate if you get white chocolate you're i don't i don't know how to deal with you but yeah, you're being you're cast out of the tribe of humanity yeah if you, um, you no longer get the conch but if yeah. you uh but if you enjoy uh if you enjoy dark chocolate please by all means go somebody go out and try a 90% bar because i'm curious uh what that tastes like and take a video of it and share it with us. Yeah, I think that probably gets measured in IBU, like the International Bitterness Units, like beer does. Um, <laughs> but look, regardless of what kind of chocolate you get, if you go get dark chocolate, if you go get semi-sweet and just just empty the whole bag into your mouth, we're not going to judge you for how you ate it. But don't you dare labor under the delusion that you have the best chocolate. Because the best chocolate, my friends, is milk chocolate. Amen. Fair trade, organic milk chocolate. Or even blood milk chocolate. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You think that quick bunny isn't involved in some devious dealings to get that powder to put in, in your milk? Don't, don't be fooled, but still go get it. It's delicious. <laughs> we all look the other way for the quick bunny with his yeah. adorable face and that little cue he wears around <laughs> his neck. He, he, do you know how many people he's died to bring you, he's killed? How many people he's he died has them. died? He has died them. Oh, no, no, no. The one that does all the dying, that's the pause bunny. You're thinking of eggs. <laughs> that's what, that's what those dye powders are really made out of. Mm -hmm. Just the blood of innocence. So this topic is settled. Yes, that's right. If you, if you want to, uh, if you want to hear us debate, uh, a topic of your choosing, please reach out to us. We're always looking for exciting, fun, really dumb topics that are less important to the world than they are to us and you guys. So, um, please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Or you can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Got This Podcast or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, to Ken Plume, uh, our man behind the scenes, the Stromboli puppeteering our Pinocchios. And also thank you to the gifted composers who have brought us both our score, Jonathan Dinerstein, and our incredible theme song, Mike Furman. We still get tweets about the music on our podcast. Like we get, we get a lot of people talking about how great the music is and we couldn't agree more. We're so lucky to know such incredible musicians. And thank you to all of our, all of our listeners. Uh, who've been with us for a while and all of our new listeners. Um, we've gotten a lot of new listeners of late and we could not be more excited to welcome you and say thank you for listening to our little show and to tell you how to live your life. Yes. So both thank you and you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> for Hal Lublin. I'm Mark Gagliardi and for Mark Gagliardi. I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everyone. We, we got, got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.